Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the most popular and least listened to podcast in the world, the Sixth Sense Media Podcast, with your host, Mike Phelan. When you first got the uh, script, what did you think of it? Uh, I read it through twice. I loved it. I was confused, obviously, um, which thing on paper, uh, because of the nature, because of the, the bod swap genre, um, which I don't think that's a, a term, but I, I use it for this. It's in the bod swap genre. Um, I, you're confused by it because a lot of times it's like, uh, the, the script will say Jessica as Joel or Joel as Jessica and they'll be talking to Lester as Jessica who is, you know, and you're just like, what, what am I, I have no, I, you, I had to use, like, I used, um, uh, not, I, I, I had to, you know, use a pen and paper and like draw the characters and see like who was talking to who, who says what when, who is in what body, like just to make a little die. I had to make a little diagram for myself and, and I actually like, uh, created the scene. I mock blocked the scene on paper, uh, to help the clarity of exactly what was happening and who was saying what to, to who, when, um, and so it is a very clear uh, script. There is just, it's all practical effects, which was exciting to me. It was all, all the effects are, you know, done through acting. And there wasn't a lot that we had to figure out. I knew the guys didn't have a ton of money because they were considering me for the film, uh, for the lead. So uh, I knew they were going to do it on, on, on a super low budget, but there wasn't a lot that they would need in terms of like post-production or effects to sort of make the trick of the script work. The trick of the script was going to be done through uh, performances. So uh, that, that's just what is, I mean, that's just so exciting for actors when they read those scripts and they're like, you know, actors just love the idea of slipping into someone else's skin and, and playing a part of someone else. It's what you set out to do sort of every time you, are are given a character and and empathy provides like the clearest representation of you know jumping inside the skin of another person so i was just enthralled by it i love the script i read it you know cover to cover uh, a couple times when it was first given to me and um i just couldn't wait to to get in and read for it uh since since we pretty much spoiled a little bit of the the plot of the movie there is there is body swapping that is the twist of um, the the premise of of, of the quote unquote technology that's going on inside the the film. When you since you have to play pretty much three characters uh, towards the end, yeah, uh, yeah. How much time did you spend with uh with, with Kathy and Jay to get their mannerisms down? So when you have to be them, uh, that you kind of get get that right. So it's not just you just putting on a slightly different voice or raising an eyebrow how did you go about uh doing that as an actor i you know in my opinion i i think of that like when i think about it i am just doing the subtle sort of just raising an eyebrow i don't feel like i'm doing a lot i don't feel like i'm doing a a, um a complete uh mimic of another person entirely i think that i just picked up on some a few sort of subtleties and a few uh speech patterns and just kind of went from there i wasn't trying to uh you know i i, I did a little movement a little walk of jessica's walk and i i did a little of i i kind of cheat when i watch it now because i kind of impersonate 
Lester's voice a little more than uh, I, I don't know that vocal cords also transfer. I don't think that makes it the transfer, but I, I definitely like when I watch it, I'm like, oh, I kind of uh, cheating that moment. I'm a little inauthentic to that moment because I don't know that the, the physical sort of vocal cords would travel with me, but I, I found myself doing his voice because Lester is such a, and Jay Clayton plays Lester, such a big personality that you find yourself like, yeah, I, I, he was easy to impersonate. He's so, uh, you know, he's over the top. And so it, it was easy to, um, uh, to pick up on some of his mannerisms. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like, I, I sort of liken it to my best, like, uh, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and whenever I hear a really, really great narrator, um, they sort of nod at the characters that they're playing in the different voices, as opposed to, I'm, I'm really a woman in this moment, or I'm really this person. Like, my favorite narrators uh, sort of do it with a little subtlety when they're playing different parts and different people. And, um, and so, I was, I definitely brought that to these performances. I, I definitely wanted to, to keep it subtle and not to, um, meant to play with big broad, uh, brush strokes for sure. Uh, if, let's say that you hadn't been picked for the role of Joel, are there any other of the characters in the film that you would have, uh, liked to have played instead? Oh boy. I mean, um, I just think the kid does so well. I'm forgetting his name in the part, but the young guy uh, who I spent some time in his body, you know, it's such a little one-off, but he does so much with uh, a very little part. Like, I think that he's such a big part of the movie, even though he must have only been there a day or two. And I, 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 I love that, that part um, uh, because he's such a, capable actor i think so my mind immediately goes to that but only because i think he just did he just knocked it out with such little screen time um but obviously i mean I, lester's the best role let's face it it's the best role i have to work my butt off for two hours of this movie and then in my own human skin and then this other actor gets all of the payoff all of the benefits you know what I mean? Like he gets to make out with the girl and shoot the guns and go do the other stuff. And so I was acutely aware of the fact that when I'm reading the script, that I'm going to be doing all the heavy lifting for another actor to come in and have all of the payoff scenes. Um, and so, yeah, Lester is the role that like, that's, that's the, that's the gem. That's the beauty. <laughs> uh, in speaking about the story itself and uh, the ending, do you think Joel yeah. found redemption at the end of the film, or did he make just did he make things worse? Oh man, did he make things worse? I, I always have. I, I would always think of. Okay, do you remember the Stampy episode? Uh, were you a Simpsons fan? Okay, so Stampy episode, giant elephant, right? Giant Bart is a giant elephant. There's a moment in that, maybe halfway through, where Homer finds himself in quicksand, and his family is like. Can we, what can we do? We can throw you ropes. Let me let me help you. And Homer's like, no, no, I got this. I'll just pull my legs out with my arms. And then his arms get stuck. And then he goes, and now I'll pull my arms out with my face. <laughs> goes completely under. And it's hysterical. And it's like, it's a perfect uh, uh, allegory for Joel. He just like refuses the help of the people around him because he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, don't worry. I'm going to take care of it myself. And each 
step along the way, he just buries himself deeper and deeper in quicksand. But um, it's definitely something that I struggle with in my own life. It's like, I got this. I can take care of it. And you refuse people's help. And by doing so, you just keep going further and further down the rabbit hole. I think it is a very human uh, thing. And very, like, oddly, a very, like, dumb male masculine thing to do to, like, not ask for help not seek advice from others and just kind of like, you know, we, we, uh, I should say, I feel like, you know, I have to be a, a good provider and a good husband and I have to do it all on my own. And, um, it's just not, it's not, it's no way to, uh, it's no way to live. It's not good. It's not healthy. It seems, um, yeah. And so I, uh, I identified with that. I identified with that character flaw of Joel's. So basically, he should have. We should all learn to stop before you really fuck things up. Exactly, or just like you know, my wife is so good about just like, hey, uh, reaching out to people when she's in need of something, and her family and the people who care about her and love her will help her and take care of her and us. So you know, it's just like, just ask people for help. It's okay. Poor Jill. <laughs> Uh, what is it about acting that you that you love so much that you've made it your career? Oh, I just I I love the study of uh, the human condition. What what makes us all uh, so similar? What makes us different? The study of human behavior, I think, is uh, a noble pursuit. I think it is a good enough reason to be on this planet, and I I hope I get to do it till the day I die. Uh, I love when I find or I'm watching something or I'm reading something that. Was written by a person, um, you know, maybe from a different culture, a different society, and and it is universal, it is ubiquitous, it 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 it, it calls to me in a way that you know, um, you ordinarily think it wouldn't, um, and so I think that is what is great about this movie. Also, it uh, it just is uh, there's something in it for everybody. You've been listening to the Sixth Sense Media Podcast. You can find more of our celebrity interviews and roundtable discussions on iTunes, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Be sure to check out our movie, TV, and video game coverage at SixthSense.com and FanBolt.com.